If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome back in. Hour number two, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Thursday edition of the program. Want to hit you with a couple of uh, good news stories, I would say, um, because we've had a lot of negativity, certainly, that is out there in general. Uh, let me share some of these. Um The COVID emergency buck has officially ended. Uh, The Senate passed a bill to end the COVID emergency. Uh, The House has also passed that bill, and Joe Biden has said he will not veto it. He is going to sign it. And so... The I now I, to be fair, so I, think I can Biden drive around said, without a mask on now, Clay. Is that what you're telling I, me? I think Biden had said that he was going to end. What did he say? Like May 11th, the COVID emergency was officially going to be over, or whatever it was. That is now passed the Senate. It is now passed the House, and it passed with a pretty substantial majority uh, because Joe Biden once again left the House out to dry um, uh, because he said he didn't tell them before the House vote that he would sign this much like he did with the D.C. bill as it pertains to uh, to safety, security, and everything else that he ended up signing. So the COVID emergency, three years after it started, 15 days to stop the spread turned into basically a 1,000 days of COVID emergency. We should never do this again. Um, and frankly, I don't think the president should ever have the ability to do this again. I think Congress should have to pass a bill uh, mandating a national emergency like this in a health-related setting. I'll just toss that out there as something that I think we should debate now. Do we want one person able to make this decision, potentially influenced by the Fauci's of the world, or do you want your elected representatives to be able to have that authority? I'd rather have this authority vest in many ways in the House and the Senate. Constitution wasn't much of a protection, was it? No. Something we have no, to be honest not. about. When they shut down churches, the weed stores were open. Yeah, no church allowed. But they're going to make movies that young kids now who will not remember it will watch. 
and you're, you're grand, I, I know this. My grandkids are going to come in and they're going to be like, Grandpa, did they really tell you that you had to walk one way down an aisle and that you couldn't buy anything except, unless it was essential? And like, they're not going to believe that it was real. Just a preview 20, 30 years from now, when I've got grandkids, hopefully, they're going to be watching movies and they're going to be like, did 2020 really happen, Grandpa? And I'm going to say yes. Uh, and it's going to be even more staggering how stupid so many of these COVID uh, zealots were as the years continued to add up. Um, we talked about this, Buck, and, and I came on and put my legal hat on to discuss it. Tucker Carlson shared the January 6th footage of the QAnon shaman. That QAnon shaman footage, according to his own defense attorney, was not shared with him as part of government's discovery obligations. That is, to me, a pretty clear violation of the obligations of the government. You have to share all evidence, whether it is favorable or unfavorable for a defendant. Uh, the QAnon shaman has now been let out of prison 14 months early. I don't think it's a coincidence, Buck, that this comes just, what, like two or three weeks on the heels of Tucker Carlson airing the footage of the January 6th uh, incident surrounding the QAnon shaman. He became, this shaman did, sort of, I would say, the the most famous of all January 6th uh, people. And he was considered to be one of the leaders of the insurrection. And then when you watch all the video that was inside of that Capitol that day, he looks like, unfortunately, what he is, which is a sad, misguided man, likely in the grips of severe mental illness. And they tried to turn him into someone who was trying to overturn the United States government. They, There were Democrats, I remember this, who were arguing that because he was carrying a spear, yes. they should add a deadly weapon enhancement to his charge somehow. Or they, they should find a way to make it, you know, uh, effectively... Uh, you know, an, an attempted, I don't know, they couldn't say attempted murder, but, you know, they were going to say that he had, <clears throat> that, that there should be a federal weapons charge as if he walked in there with a loaded pistol or something. They were right. making that argument. They were, and it's ridiculous, and it was indefensible, and, uh, and it is now out the window. I want to echo again more good news, although it's coming late. Uh, the WHO is now saying that kids and teenagers do not need to get the COVID shot because they're at such low risk of COVID. We just said that at the end of the hour, but I want all of you to hear it out there because I know many parents out there who made this choice for their kids and you have been called anti-vaccine. You have been raked over the coals. You may have had issues. I know this has happened, unfortunately, Buck, because many of the Fauci zealots were so in belief that this shot was necessary that they wouldn't hang out with their grandkids or they wouldn't hang out with members of their family who were refusing to get kids the COVID shot. Well, now the WHO is coming out and letting it be known that that is a worthless shot for kids and teenagers, as we have said for some time on this program. But I want to circle back around uh, to the uh, to the debate that is currently still in full flourishment, and that is over guns, right? Uh, crazy trans girl shoots up a Nashville school, kills six innocent people, the story is not about her. It's about the fact that she was able to get guns, according to Democrats. And I will point this out, Buck. This is your TikTok ally, Jamal, Jamal Bowman. Uh, whoa, who, whoa, hey, this week, Clay. Earlier this week, you and Bowman, thickest thieves, your, your TikTok bros. Rand you got Paul arms around each other. with me on this one, sir. 
<laughs> you got arms around each other. You're both saying, hey, this TikTok thing, there's no way we can do this. So Jamal Bowman decides that he is going to go off on uh, on this situation. Let me mention this, too, before I do. Uh, Senator Blackburn and Senator Haggerty, the two senators from the state of Tennessee, have introduced legislation that would provide nearly a billion dollars to schools so they can hire more armed security to protect students all over the nation. I think we need to invest more than that. Uh, whatever it costs to put armed security in every single school in America, I would be in favor of that. I think you would be too, Buck. Um, but Jamal Bowman, he says more guns, more death. He completely goes off outside of the House chambers. This is what it sounded like last night. They're freaking powers. They're gutless. They're not here. Uh, by the way, can, can we look at the data? Because what he says, the congressman, you heard him there shouting, that was Thomas Massey trying to reason of with Kentucky, him. Kentucky, who was reasoning with him on the other side, much less uh, strident in his screaming, of course. Yeah, but, I mean, first yes, of all, members of Congress should, with. you know, they shouldn't be talking. I mean, Bowman shouldn't be shouting at anybody like that. It was, it's out of line, but just put that aside. People say, oh, politics is, you know, it's a tough sport. Okay. I still think you can act like a person with, with some manners, but, um, Here's here's the the truth. He said more guns equals more death. That's the line he was shouting at him over and over and over again. Uh okay. Let's go through some states, Clay. Let's go through some states now, everybody, that have the most permissive gun regulations in the entire country. Vermont, for example, a Democrat stronghold, Bernie Sanders' home state. You don't you can conceal carry in Vermont. You don't need a permit in Vermont. I think now, conceal versus open carry, I don't know offhand every state's laws, just to be clear, so I don't want to get this wrong. But I know you can conceal carry. I know you don't need any kind of a permit. It's a shall-issue state. They have how many murders a year, Clay, on average? Vermont, the whole, Vermont state, the whole state, 600,000 people. Ten? That's about right. Twelve to 13, I think, is the number. It, so, it's un- uh, virtually unheard of that someone gets murdered in Vermont. So everyone understands, we're going to go population to population, okay? Population to population. D.C. has 600,000 people, and D.C. had almost 200 murders last year. Yeah. And D.C. is still very hard, even after D.C. v. Heller. You cannot conceal carry. It's very hard to get a premise permit. Okay, so Vermont, half of households have guns. So there are 300,000 people, basically, in the state of Vermont who are in a household that has a gun. And they have about 12 murders a year. That's interesting because that's a lot of guns with almost, you know, very minimal regulation of any kind. Hmm. What about Wyoming? Anyone want to guess how many murders in Wyoming in any given year? Similar population to Vermont? 
Uh, less, I think. I think it's less than 600. All right, so I'm that. not going to count the Yellowstone murders because they're actually taking place in uh, Montana. Yellowstone for- is more dangerous than Fallujah, Clay, as I keep telling you. <laughs> Yellowstone, the show, is... For those of you, you know, who watch Yellowstone, they take their dead bodies to Wyoming and dump them into a uh, evidently a crevice that is un, uh, is un, un, unreachable by yeah. anybody because anybody, they've got dozens, you know, so dozens some, of bodies. Sometimes you're, you're a rancher, and sometimes you know, you're banging it out with M4s on the corner with some bad guys that appear out of nowhere. That's just what I happens bet, in Yellowstone. I bet there have been more deaths on Yellowstone, the television show, than uh, the violent deaths, than have occurred in Montana during the length of the time that that show's been going oh. on. Well, 100%, wouldn't, that be a fun, 100%. wouldn't that be a fun article, like actual deaths in Montana compared to deaths uh, on Yellowstone? More people have died on Wyoming. Yellowstone, the show, than I think have died if, you know, from violence in Montana in the last 20 years, would be my guess. So, <laughs> just putting that out there. Uh, I'm going to say Wyoming... I'm going to say, you know, 15 murders. That's about, I mean, so I actually have the per 100,000 residents. Okay, yeah, yeah. Two murders per 100,000 residents in Wyoming is what they basically, so they basically have, and by the way, that's not even gun violence. That includes, you know, domestic violence where somebody, you know, hits somebody else with a frying pan or stabs them with a knife or whatever, baseball bat. So you're looking at, you know, um, a handful, you know, you can count them on one hand in the whole state. Anyway. You go down to the point here, folks. You go down, look at Idaho, look at Vermont, look at Wyoming, look at Maine, look at, you know, these are all states where you have not only permissive gun laws, but high levels of gun ownership. Yeah. And almost no gun violence. By the way, this is why Dershowitz and I debated this on CNN like 2014. And this is where the argument went because he said the same thing. He's like, more guns means more people getting shot. I'm like, well, unfortunately, sir, that is inaccurate. <laughs> you know, trying to be respectful. I was like, unfortunately, what you're saying is not true. The data does not support this argument that they make. So why do we have to listen to an argument that is so easily refuted? Because it's based in emotion. It's based in what people, what Democrats want to hear. And what you actually find out when you look at the real data is that people who are concealed carry permit holders are, as a population, Pretty much the most law-abiding Americans you will find anywhere, period, and that's across all states. And that's not even just gun violence. That's all laws. They're highly law-abiding because one thing if you're a concealed carry permit holder is you understand the responsibility that you're carrying and the need to be under uh, to understand all the different laws that you come into contact with and you have to uh, abide by as somebody who's going to enjoy your Second Amendment rights. So this this whole the whole argument they're having more guns equals more dead. It's just not true. It's just I talked. Buck, and I, it's kind of wild to think about, but I talked with a guy um, Tuesday who said he had grown up in a rural area and they had a shooting team at his high school and he would bring his rifle to school and leave it in his locker and then take it out at the end of the day to go be a member of the shooting team. I mean, yeah. just think, I mean, we, so in other words, we've had people carrying guns into schools for decades and up until Columbine, really, Yes. We never even had the idea that there would be people getting shot well, in schools. This is why, you know, th- there's also a lot of sensitivity around this for Democrats because they're really taught that this is a moral crusade. It's a bit like climate change for them. They just have to be on the right side of the gun issue and then they're a good person and they get to virtue signal endlessly about it and they get to, you know, browbeat anybody else who won't go along with them as a bad person. Uh, the notion of gun free zones, uh, particularly as, as it pertains to schools, is an indefensibly absurd and stupid policy that has probably led to more people being shot on schools. Because anybody who's going to harm somebody 
It's the most straightforward thing imaginable. Anyone who plans to shoot another human being on the grounds of a school or, you know, within a hundred feet of a school doesn't care that it's a gun free zone. And we all know that. So it does nothing. All it does, Clay, is possibly mean that somebody who brings a shotgun and leaves it in their trunk and wants to go shoot sporting clays or shoot beer cans or whatever after school, adult or, you know, an adult age, you know, 18 year old student could go to prison. That's all that it means. That's all that it does. And we all know this, but they won't engage with the debate as it actually is. Instead, they just shout, look at the data. I would, I would want to ask Jamal Bob Bowman as well. You're so worried about gun violence. What do you think about the declining, uh, or the declinations of prosecutions of convicted felons found with guns in Philadelphia? 50% of them, no charge whatsoever, felon in possession of a handgun. Why is he upset also, about This that? is worth hitting too. You pointed it out for a while. If we eliminated every mass shooting in America, 97% of murders would still happen. Yes. So all of the attention comes, you know, running in every time we have a mass shooting. They're certainly awful and they provoke emotional reactions. But if we eliminated every mass shooting in America, 97% of, of murders would still occur. And by the way, nobody even wants to talk about who the murderers are. Think about that. How often do you see like murder really broken down? There's about what? One percent of the American population, young black men, sixteen to forty, commit over half of all murders. Jamal Bowman, want to have that conversation? Your boy TikTok. <laughs> That'd be an interesting conversation, right? We want to eliminate murders. Let's go where murders are actually committed and do whatever we can to stop them from happening. Instead, all these cities are letting murderers back out on the street to commit violent crime because they're worried about racial equity. Result is a lot more dead people. I just wish we could all get on the same page here, which is let's do things that work, that keep people safe. If someone had an idea as to why what we're saying isn't true, I would love to hear it. But we actually look at the data, and that's why we have the positions we do. This gift idea will go down in history as one of the best, giving everyone in your family access to the older memories stored on videotape, film, and even pictures dating back to when there was such a thing as slides. Legacy Box in Tennessee does all of this for you. You ship them your tapes, film, cassettes, and photos, whatever it is you want to digitize. In just a few weeks, they hand transfer all of those family memories onto digital files. You let them know if you... This gift idea will go down in history as one of the best, giving everyone in your family access to the older memories stored on videotape, film, and even pictures dating back to when there was such a thing as slides. Legacy Box in Tennessee does all of this for you. You ship them your tapes, film, cassettes, and photos, whatever it is you want to digitize. In just a few weeks, they hand transfer all of those family memories onto digital files. You let them know if you want an email link, a thumb drive, even DVDs. Then you're able to share with everyone. Imagine showing up to a family reunion with this. It'll captivate family members for hours. Join over a million families that have trusted Legacy Box to preserve their past. Because now it's your turn. Right now, Legacy Box is running a $9 videotape sale. That's 65% off. There's never been a better time to convert your entire collection. Visit LegacyBox.com slash Buck to shop their $9 tape sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash Buck to get this great deal. Give the gift of memories with Legacy Box. One more time, LegacyBox.com slash Buck. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. 
Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know, um, we have uh, a new statement that has come out from uh, former President Trump where he is uh, he is taking, taking aim at the DeSantis interview with Piers Morgan and specifically on foreign policy. And uh, it's two minutes, and Trump is Trump is really um, he is giving it to him in this uh, in this two minutes of video. So we're going to play this for you. We come back. I just saw this out on Truth Social. I've never I can't remember a time before where there was such a primary battle without two people who were even officially in the primary. Clay, I, you know this this is a new thing for me. I've I don't think have you do you remember this ever happening before? 
No, not in a public way. And that's why I think we have this conversation. I don't know that the DeSantis people expected for Trump to come after them this aggressively before they ever even got in the race. And it makes you wonder what exactly is DeSantis doing. He's kind of having to fight a battle without even being in the battle yet, which is going to be intriguing to see how this shakes out. We'll talk about it when we come back. Uh, But in the meantime... I want to tell you how to save some money. Everybody out there right now is trying to save money thanks to the insane cost of your cell phone bill. Now, how often do you feel like, man, cell phone bill is spending money. Uh, my money's going to things that I don't like. You got AT&T, Verizon, you got T-Mobile. Pure Talk is an American-owned company, veteran-owned company, can save you $1,000 a year. Think about what that can mean for you and your family and They'll respect you. They've got U.S.-based customer service, and it's easy to flip right now. All you have to do to get unlimited talk and text message for 30 bucks a month is get hooked up today to Pure Talk by dialing pound 250. Say Clay and Buck, and you'll get 50% off your first month. Again, that's pound 250. Say Clay and Buck. Start saving now. Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. We're going to be joined by Shannon Bream, top of the next hour, by the way. She's got a new book out. She's also fabulous as the host of Fox News Sunday, and she's been covering the Supreme Court for a long time. We'll get her take on many different issues, including what might be going on with the Trump grand jury in New York City, which, as we mentioned to you yesterday, is suddenly not going to meet for another month. But uh, I wanted to mention the Trump-DeSantis battle. I saw Fox News, Buck came out with a poll yesterday afternoon evening showing Trump opening a commanding lead. Now, to be fair, the national polls don't really matter that much because, and we'll be talking about this more and more as the primary season gets closer, people in Iowa and people in New Hampshire are going to set the agenda for the Republican nomination battle by what they do in January and February as we get ready for all the primaries that will be rolling out um, in 2024 to pick the nominee. But I think it is fair to say that DeSantis had incredible momentum coming off of a 19-point win in the state of Florida. And he's not officially in the race. It appears that he's going to enter the race sometime after the uh, Florida legislative session ends. But Trump has taken a commanding lead right now. To be fair, again, it's only basically April. We still have eight months until the actual votes start getting uh, tallied and nine months, all those things. But here's Trump going after DeSantis. I want you to listen to this. And then we come back. Is DeSantis still in this game? Or is he potentially having second thoughts about running as Trump has been pummeling him for months without him really returning fire? Listen. Those such as Mitt Romney and Ron DeSantis, very much alike, who insist on arrogantly treating Russia as deeply inferior to the other nations of the world with no history or culture or pride, are not only ignorant and foolish, but their attitude makes it impossible to negotiate peace. Absolutely impossible. This kind of neocon rhetoric mocking Russia's nuclear weapons, along with implying that Putin must be tried and presumably executed as a war criminal, only increases the chance of deadly nuclear escalation. 
So Clay, a few things here. I watched this. Uh, I watched this statement, and um, Trump is Trump is landing some punches here. Not really so much because of the Fort. Look, Ron was he gave a long interview to Piers Morgan. I still don't understand why that interview was with Piers Morgan, but let's just put that aside. I haven't met anybody with a compelling explanation of that. Um, but but when he was talking about the foreign policy issues, he said Russia is a gas station. That's not that. Look, it's not a good thing to say. It's not a true thing to say, right? It's something that doesn't really show an understanding of the you know Russian history and and its role in the world. Um, but beyond that, it ties directly to comments that, and this is already out in that ad that Mitt Romney and John McCain said effectively the same line at different different points. Which, by the way, was a stupid line then too. Yeah. Um, although it is interesting that Mitt Romney did say. When he was debating Barack Obama, that you know Russia was a threat. And remember, what Barack Obama biggest said biggest threat, I think, and everybody the biggest threat. Him. Yes, that's right. And then uh, Barack Obama said the 1980s call that wants his foreign policy back. It's, it's funny when you think about how you know, oh ha ha, you know, Politico and MSNBC thought that was hilarious, but now all we you know we're all terrified of Russia under a bed. Anyway, the reason that it matters that he's hitting him on this issue is much more because. Trump is trying to uh, trying to portray, you know, the attack from Trump world on DeSantis is that he's a neocon establishment, intellectually fancy guy. That's yeah. really what this is. He's, you know, he's a, you know, a think tank, Harvard fancy guy who wants the business as usual GOP. That's the attack. And by the way, that will hurt him in the primary if that becomes the perception. What I think is interesting is that it, it lays open an opportunity for Ron DeSantis to say, I'm a middle class guy with middle class parents. He's still middle class guy. I mean, oh, yeah. Not, 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 no not after the book deal, but he's not, a, he's yeah. not a wealthy guy at all. Not by congressional standards, not by gubernatorial standards. He could say, I'm just like you. I grew up middle class. He might say, nobody gave me millions of dollars. He might say that. I mean, he could theoretically and he could start to reach out more importantly. Reach out to the, you know, the Trump base, the working class. You know, and it's funny because I don't think the Trump base finds working class to be some kind of pejorative. They're working really hard. They're trying to stay ahead of their bills. They're working, right? Yeah. Reach out to the Trump base that is working for, uh, for their pay every day and say, I'm the one who understands your struggle. I've lived your struggle and I will actually do things to help your struggle. And I think that's where he has to go. Because if it turns into, even though Trump went to an Ivy League school and is a billionaire and you know, all that, if it turns into Trump is the guy that the you know that the the construction workers, the truck drivers, and the uh, you know the patrolmen love, and Ron DeSantis is the guy that you know people looking at their four hundred one k's from the golf course love in this Republican primary, Trump's going to win. What I would say in generally, I said this yesterday. The only way DeSantis can win is if he's willing to straight up call Trump a loser. Nobody, but let me say this too. Nobody else is even in the race. Trump has been incredibly smart because he recognizes his only competition is DeSantis. Have you heard Trump hardly say anything about Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo or Mike Pence or Tim Scott or whoever it is? Zero conversation about it. And I have been really impressed with Trump's ability to increase his support since November, when I think it's fair to say he was at his nadir, he was at his low, he has increased his support substantially. Now, what I would say in general, I flagged this because I thought it was so interesting. 
and I'm not trying to take a shot at Rudy Giuliani with these numbers, but at this exact time, Buck, in 2008, do you know what the polls were showing uh, this week, 2008 Republican nomination, Rudy Giuliani, plus 16, plus 10, plus 13, plus 9, plus 14. Rudy Giuliani didn't even get into the race hardly. So we're still so far out. Lots of things can change. Iowa and New Hampshire will tell us far more. I would tell you to pay attention to the primary polls in Iowa and New Hampshire as opposed to the nation as a whole. Because as we have seen, whatever happens in those primaries alters the trajectory a ton. And remember, what did Biden come in? Fifth in Iowa and fifth uh, fifth in New Hampshire, I think. And then he won the primary in South Carolina, and it wasn't even close. If if we had come on back after Iowa and New Hampshire and said Biden's the guy, people would have laughed us out of the building. Remember, remember who the, the great won. hope, the great hope of Democrats in two thousand and four. I won't try to do an impersonation of the scream, Howard Dean. Oh yeah, Howard Dean. Remember that he was the oh, yeah. guy, man. He was ahead. He was the so yeah. To your point, it it doesn't tell you very much who's in the, leading the polls right now, but I do think there are some big uh outstanding battles and some big components of the of the narrative that are already set in place right now and i think one challenge from the desantis camp assuming he gets in I th- we're all assuming it so i guess i'll stop saying it assuming he gets in um is that there's a you know i think at the at the level of a governor great results are really the best you can ask for generally right if you get great results from your governor that's that's what you want Right. Because I don't really I don't care what the governor of you know Montana is doing, really, like it doesn't affect your life. Right. You don't care what the governor of, uh, you know, New Mexico is doing right now. It doesn't really affect you. Once you get into the presidential side of things, you have to be more than just good at that job that you had. You have to be the leader of a movement of yep. a national movement, which takes a whole additional skill set into play. I, I will say I think the DeSantis team did not anticipate Trump coming after them this hard uh, and landing so many blows. But that's um, all Trump does, really? You don't think? I mean, come on. This is like Trump lives for this. He loves this. Yeah, but I don't know that... Um, like, the Piers Morgan interview, to me, feels like a response to something you weren't expecting. Does that make sense? Mm. Like, if, if if he had done an interview uh, with, I mean, the, the sit-down with Piers Morgan felt like a, hey, we need to say something. And I don't know that, here, here's my question for you, Buck, and this is, I, I think, an interesting question. Why would you not go ahead and announce if you're DeSantis? Well, the, so there's, there's some, I actually uh, have seen some analysis of this. That one, there's a, uh, a rule in Florida that has to be, there's a state law that I think has to be amended. Um, for him to, to currently be able to, you know, resign, there's like a resign to run, resign to run provision. Um, that has to go away, I think. Am I, okay. am I, that's am interesting I wrong on that. I don't um, know. I haven't read anything about that. So that's, and, that's and intriguing. I think, I think there look, is. that may not be that, that the, the issue is also, I think he wants to finish out the legislative session right now, which ends in With, May and put some wins on the board. And Correct. I understand that. But when you're default in the race, we're basically to April. What's the difference between announcing in April versus announcing in June? Other than you can really kind of get in the ring and start throwing punches. Maybe just go ahead and get in the ring and start throwing punches now. 
would be my response. I think they have just Trump has landed a lot of blows. Doesn't mean that this race is over. We got a long way to go. But that's my kind of thought process is getting in the race and effect, efficiently and effectively being able to return fire, it seems necessary. But you may be right. There may be a, a local Florida law that needs to be amended. In the meantime, you know today's opening day for Major League Baseball. First time in more than 50 years every Major League Baseball team is playing. Starting right about now. Uh, to all the way past midnight, no matter where you're listening to us, your favorite Major League Baseball team is going to be on the field. A lot of baseball. A whole lot of energy being expended with the return of baseball. And you know what? Energy doesn't come naturally, especially to Democrats. Uh, in fact, a lot of them have very low testosterone. That's why you want to make sure that you're not like a Democrat and low testosterone, low energy, and making sure that you don't have the ability to put the best foot forward in your life. That's why you need to check out my friends at Chalk. Look, they have a special male vitality stack. It's all natural. It will increase your testosterone by up to 20% if you go start it today. How much difference could 20% more energy, more testosterone make in your life? A ton. Website spelled choq.com. You can use my name, Clay, to get 35% off any Chalk subscription for life. That's choq.com. My name, Clay, 35% off your subscription for life. It's a heck of a deal. choq.com. Sign up for Chalk today. Don't miss a minute of Clay and Buck and get behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Subscribe to CNB 24-7. Next. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. No surprise, but do you know the number of abortions in states where it's deemed legal have increased since the overturning of Roe versus Wade? Sadly, unborn babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's where preborn steps in. Preborn introduces moms to their precious babies through ultrasound. When a mom in crisis hears her baby's heartbeat and sees her or him on ultrasound, she is twice as likely to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and their network of clinics are located in the highest abortion states, standing strong for moms in crisis and the most vulnerable preborn babies. Five ultrasounds are just $140, helping to rescue five babies. Preborn relies on donations from us. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby 
or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck, sponsored by Preborn. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Hour in just a few moments, we're going to be joined by our friend Shannon Breen from Fox News. She's got a new book out. You can also ask her some legal questions. She's got a very sharp legal mind, uh, but we'll talk to her about the book, and uh, we're looking forward to that conversation. Also, next hour, um, Clay and I can talk about a a great achievement in athletics. Um, a, a guy <laughs> in Canadian was a Canadian powerlifting, I think it was, um, set the all time female record by deciding that he would identify as female for the purposes of the competition, and so he is now, I suppose, technically because in Canada it is just that is the law. You can say I'm. I'm competing as a female because I'm a female. So he's now the uh, uh, deadlift or overhead press or whatever. I don't even know what the uh, exercise was he was doing. It is such the- a ridiculous spot. I don't even know how, other than ridicule, this rectifies itself, Buck, um, than to just continue to do what this guy is doing, mocking the absurdity of Canada effectively saying, hey, we're having weightlifting contests, and you can compete as whichever gender you want to say you are. And yes, this is, it's it's absolutely crazy. This is uh, uh, Avi Silverberg, who has uh, quite a beard, by the way. <laughs> um, Avi Silverberg uh, at a at a um, powerlifting competition broke the female bench press record uh, with a two hundred and seventy pound press. Uh, so yeah, um, women's category. Oh, that was officially previously set by a trans lifter, by the way. Yes, that's what he's doing. He's mocking the fact that So he's the breaking they, the trans record. That's right. Or the female uh, and, record and by our, a trans individual. Our friend Zuby, who is super ripped that we've had on the show before, has talked about this. Like, he did it as a funny viral moment. But this is actually Canadian weightlifting competitions. They are so woke now that even a man with a full beard can say, I identify as a woman, and now has broken all the women's records, which were previously broken by a guy who decided to identify as a woman. So, so we'll, all uh, of this is just absolutely ridiculous. So I, I think um, I think then uh, we've kind of covered that story. That, that's pretty much that story, actually. <laughs> so we're talking about the next hour. <laughs> we kind of just covered that story right now. So perhaps we'll, uh, we'll get to uh, some other things as well. Um, we have Sean in... Hamilton, Ohio. Sean, you got some thoughts. What's going on? Hey, guys. Um, I listen to you all the time. Uh, I, I enjoy your show. Love the rush. Love you guys. Thank you. Um, the, the thing I think Trump is trying to do is make sure that if he does not uh, get in, that the next best option does. And the, the way that he fights, he's always playing chess. He doesn't play checkers. He's always trying to make sure that he's got bases covered. And I think he's poking at DeSantis to make sure that DeSantis actually gets in and runs because 
if people choose DeSantis, then more power to him. I think he knows that he's the best option besides him. No, I th- I, I, I respect I respect that opinion. A hundred percent, he's going after DeSantis to try to intimidate him from running. I, I don't think in an, in an idea if, if DeSantis doesn't run, then effectively there's no twenty four Republican battle. Right? You agree with that? But like nobody is that is currently announced or that even could announce has a chance to beat Trump but DeSantis. And I think Trump knows it. And I think he's taking body blows at DeSantis right now, basically without DeSantis really defending himself, uh, because he believes, Trump does, that he's going to be the nominee otherwise. Yes. I, I, there's one I threat. It's DeSantis. Yeah, there's no, so the Nikki idea Haley's not going to be president, everybody. We the all know. Idea that Neither Trump's, is John Bolton. Yeah. The idea that Trump, uh, that Trump is attacking DeSantis to try to encourage him to run, I think is the exact opposite. I think he would like to knock him out before he even enters the race, but or, or have him come into regardless. the race already really, you know, stumbling and, and, and behind Reggie in Melbourne, Florida has got some thoughts on this too. And Reggie, what do you got for us? I love your show. You Thank you. Done a great job taking over for Rush. Um, I watched about 45, 50% of uh, Hannity's interview with him. And yep. then I listened to him lie about Ron DeSantis. So earlier in the day on Monday on Brett Bear, they played him talking about how DeSantis had shut down Florida. And then they played four clips starting on April 28th all the way up till I want to say, the end of 2020, where he said, Florida's open. DeSantis doing a great job. I yeah. just want you guys to call him out when he lies about DeSantis because he's Look, been the, doing thank, it. Thank you for the call. The single worst angle for Trump to attack DeSantis on, in my opinion, is how he governed Florida during 100%. COVID. That's, that's yeah, just that not going to work. Issue. It's just not going to work. It doesn't work. He's wrong, and it is a monster loser for him. And there are other angles to hit him on, but I think that works against Trump when he takes that attack line. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.